pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get back to the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. All right, a couple things here. First, do not talk to me about court storming. Like, you guys clearly... Be adults. Don't get it. Be be an adult, Connor. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. That's be, really what we're doing. You want to be a big-time basketball team? No! Court storming is or you want to awesome. be a bunch of little children. People storm the court, whether they're good basketball teams or bad basketball teams. Running around assaulting your opponents. When you... Put a lot into a basketball game, as Nebraska did last night, and you come back like they did. You beat a top team in the country like they did. You get the opportunity to storm your court and celebrate it. It is a signature win. It is the win of your season. For a program, like, and the whole act like you've been there before thing, too. Here's the thing. Nebraska has not been there before. You were there a month ago. There in terms of storming the court, but there as a program. Is Nebraska supposed to conduct itself like a championship program? They wouldn't even know the first, they wouldn't know how to do it. Dress for the job and you I'm want, not, not the I'm job not you saying have. That other people around the, I'm not saying that other teams around the country don't storm the court because they quote-unquote conduct themselves like championship programs. You see teams who beat their rivals and they're unranked storm the court. Court stormings happen. Storm all the courts you want. Don't take it too far. But Nebraska's now had two victories this year where they were absolute sealed up 100% no question court storm opportunities. Anyway, anyhow, you won those two games on your home floor given the team's rankings and their status and Nebraska's schedule and sort of the opportunities that they have coming up. You were storming the court if you got those wins. Please get politely but disrespectfully Get the hell out of here when you're talking about not storming the court because act like you've been there before. Give me a break. I, I can't believe that people had that take last night. I was honestly, I was honestly surprised. I thought we were just over it at this point. I thought we had had the conversation. I thought we were done with it. Like, did you not see Caitlin Clark nearly die? It's on the court. Yeah, but that's the thing, Josh. That's not why. That's not why people dislike it. People don't dislike it because of safety issues and stuff like that. And and we already talked about that plenty. And my response is there's nothing you could do. Right? If you if we all agree, if most of us agree that storming the court is cool, then the the safety thing, it's gonna get a little haywire. Sorry, that's just one of the deals that you have to roll with. If the argument was about that, then there's a little there's a little slice of logic in there. But there's not. That's not what the argument's about. At least that's not what I've heard. Travis writes in on the YouTube. He says, people hate fun. People hate fun. I guess. I, I can't. Uh, I I don't know. It, it, it baffled me that that even popped up last night. Didn't make a lick of sense. None. I actually agree with you on this. Punk's Tony Phil. That's my guy, Josh. Did you see the Groundhog Hype video that I tweeted out last night? 
I Spring I fire. did, and I I gotta say it's kind of got you going. It kind of did, yeah, absolutely. I was ready for it. I'm always reminded the Groundhog Day is Groundhog Day, um, a mere hours before it happens, and it's like, oh, I guess I, I guess it is February second. That does come after February first, mm-hmm. and that means it's Groundhog Day. I do have some stats for you. From Punxsutawney Phil. Well, some Groundhog Day stats. This is what we need. Our little uh, our little groundhog friend. So, over the last 10 years prior to this year, and by the way, the update today is that he did not see his shadow. I don't know what that means. Which means he is predicting that spring is right around the corner or here. Or I got to never been clear on that. Right around the corner, Right. Or six weeks away, which is six th- they mean the same thing. Or six more weeks of winter on top of th- I've never been exactly clear on the on when the winter starts and when the spring starts and all that stuff. I've also been unclear on this. I used to think that Punxsutawney Phil was making a proclamation instead of a prediction. So he's making a prediction. He is a yes. he is a meteorologist. He is the Josh Tweederson of Groundhogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's making a prediction. So the last 10 predictions prior to this year, he has seen his shadow uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times in the last 10 prior to this year. And uh, which means he predicts that winter will last longer. Um, So seven out of the 10 times he sees his shadow and only three out of the 10 times he gets it right. Not a good clip. So actually, what we're looking at here is since Punk's Tony Phil didn't see his shadow today, you if you were a betting man, you would actually fade him and say that winter is going to be longer this year in defiance of our Groundhog Savior. I don't like that. Uh, Phil's prediction since 1887, uh, he has... Seen his shadow, which means more winter, 107 times. He has only not seen his shadow 20 times in that period of time. So this is a rare occurrence. Like I said, three out of the past 10 years prior to this year, and only 20 recorded times since 1887. There was 10 times in there where he, they didn't keep track. Or they, it was inconclusive evidence hmm. or something like that. So that accounts for uh, more than 120 years of predictions from Mr. Phil. And um, so what we saw today was a, a very rare occurrence. And it is a sure sign that either winter is coming or winter is uh, or spring is coming. I don't know. There's a lot of evidence to the contrary of all the things that you think. There's but I'm just glad that we have this. Something is going to happen. And we get this on the text line. This is what comes up every year. I love this. This is from uh, from the 402 here. Hi, 402. Enough Phil talk. Talk about Nebraska's own Unadilla Bill. Phil is oh. an East Coast lib. <laughs> That's what it said. Now, it is my understanding, I don't want to get this wrong, Um but I'm going off the off the top of the dome here. It is my understanding that Unabilla, Una, Unadilla Bill died and has passed away, and that now that we have, I think we have a replacement. Retired in 21. Oh, retired, died, 
if he was a real groundhog or a taxidermy groundhog, or something like that. I, I I don't think Unadilla Bill is with us anymore. Um, but I I think they they did attempt to replace it with Unadilla Billy, like I E, like a like a woman, like a girl groundhog. Oh, I think that's what happened. Which I don't know if Unadilla Bill makes predictions or Unadilla Billy's record or anything like that. But uh, yes, we do have that here in our fine state on the uh, off Highway 34 in Unadilla. Ever been to Unadilla Bill? The the Unadilla version of Gobbler's Knob, Josh? I have not. I haven't either. No, I haven't either. So Punk's Tiny Phil, the East Coast Lib, hits about 300, uh, you know, hits about 330% of his predictions. It's not so good. I believe you were pretty... Did I get that story right? Correct, yeah. It is Billy now. I did. I did some real research on this a couple of years ago. Hmm. Spot on. Good. Good. Good on you for remembering. And this is the only day of the year where I care about any of this, and I will likely forget it I all. Mean, yeah, it's not a muscle that you you work, yeah. you know, a few times a year. So good on you for remembering it. An email here from Bob. Hi, Bob. Shouldn't today be a time for Josh to appreciate Nebraska's win? I've said several times on the show today. Good win. Great win. Is there an equivalent sports radio guy in the Indy metro area who rails on Butler and Thad Mata and guarantees that Butler will get throttled by Creighton tonight? Uh, will that Indy sports radio guy open up Monday's show with more piling on of Butler if the Bulldogs are able to get the win tonight? Sensitive haters up at 1620 today. Josh, thoughts on being a sensitive hater? I'm not sensitive. I'm just asking for more from my basketball program. No, because you're not even willing to accept when they are good. No, last night was a good win. Do it in March. There's always a there's always a bit. There's always something else that comes after that. Don't rest on your laurels. I thought that's what Nebraska's are all about. Just eh, no, you popped you popped one off. Okay, good good job. You guys got to understand at this point that Josh is way too dug in on this. It's over. You're you're not you're not going to get him off this off this hill. Even if Nebraska does something of great significance in the month of March, it will not you you will not prove to him anything anything different than what he already thinks about this team. It's it's too late. We're too far gone. We're not moving. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to provide a layer of protect, protection for both Josh and for you guys, the listeners. And I get to be the good guy, which is really nice. Because I, like many, are am not exactly sure about this basketball team right now. It's almost like everybody wins. They go up, they go down, they go sideways. They go on the road, they do they, games at home. They, yeah, they do They do many things. They play neutral court games. And, that one time. Yeah. They might have another one coming up in, uh, well, they're going to have a few more. Sure. Potentially at the Big Ten Tournament. And maybe in uh, later on in March as well. So, I can't really figure out this team. That's why... That's why I thought that there might be some magic last night, and there indeed, there indeed was some magic. Hey, before we take a break and we uh, talk with Brian Christofferson of Husker 24-7 here in just a second, um, you know what? Yeah, okay, let's not even move on to the next topic. Let's just take this phone call right off because we got to get to BC in a minute here. Let's, uh, let's hit the phones to old man Doug. Doug, good morning. How are you? Hey, great. Great win for the uh, Huskers. I have to admit, being as I'm old man Doug, I was uh, on the couch and 
they were down 16 at halftime. I kind of fell asleep, and I woke up, and they were, like, down by nine. And then all of a sudden, uh, they got on fire and won the game. I, I was thinking of Josh getting bombarded by uh, angry Twitter people um, after that game. But, um, you know, the guy that's getting not getting as much credit as, as he probably should is uh, little Sam Hoiberg. Um, the energy, the defense, the hustle that he brings, I mean, it, it – I, I, and I was really as impressed as I was with him. I was equally unimpressed with Casey. Um, and I know Gary and, and Nick talked about the body language when they panned to the bench and whatever. Um, he's, he's got to quit being a front runner. When things are going great, He's joyful and whatever, but, um, you know, they won that game and didn't need him, um, as, as evidenced by the result. And then the last thing I was going to say, and, and I, I might have emailed you guys yesterday, but, mm-hmm. and, and Connor, I realize you're in a weird position when people ask you this question, but on the Caitlin Clark thing, I do think that they, and, and you're talking to the biggest Iowa hater um, I don't like Caitlin Clark, but I think they should stop the game because for a number of different reasons. Number one, Nebraska doesn't want to be seen as petty. Number two, she just sold out your arena that doesn't get sold out. Maybe it's been sold out once before, and that one might have been a you know promotional type type thing. And she does mean a lot to women's basketball. Like her or not, I don't like her, but. Um, you got to respect her accomplishments, um, even though she is, you know, if she was a man, I'd call her Sir Flop a lot, but um, she's she's not Ms. Um, Flop a lot. But anyway, I, I hope that I hope you know she hits the milestone. I I hope that they oh, they recognize it. it, not for five minutes like they would do in if they were in Iowa City or anything like that. But I do think. It does need to be acknowledged, um, and you probably aren't making that decision, Connor, are you? Uh, no, I am not. I will <laughs> ask this weekend, though, and I'll see if I can bring you any information on that. I, I, I genuinely don't know what the plan is one way or the other right now, though. So my son texted me last night, and I and I said laugh out loud, and he, then he texts back, says, no, I'm serious. He says, Creighton may have the best. Um, road game win in the country. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Good to hear from you. All right. It's old man Doug. Fell asleep on his couch last night. Let me say one thing about Tomonaga. I, I, I don't I don't think this needs to become a thing. I don't think we need to like I don't think we need to do the whole drama thing with him. And I know I saw the body language and all that stuff too and, and what he needs to do. I I don't think he's as important to the team as you guys think he is. <laughs> I just don't. Heart and soul. I, Blue I, guy. I disagree completely. Remember when he played against those NBA players in the offseason? Uh, yeah. Yep. Played some good three-on-three and stuff. Like, I think he can be. Like, I don't think it's worth having him out there all the time for the 50-50 shot that he's either your best weapon or your worst enemy on your team you know like i that's sort of how i come down on it because if, you, if you're putting them out there for 30 35 minutes a game 
you have to deal with what he does on defense and you have to deal with him putting up bad shots and making some of them. Now, you also at the same time, if you do that enough, you're going to get flamethrower Kase and he's going to win you a basketball game. But I think what Nebraska needs is to kind of level out. We talked about the roller coaster. Like, they need a little bit of consistency. And I just, like, I wouldn't worry about Kase because I think the clear right answer to what to do with him right now is not playing. Maybe not not at all. You know, maybe, you know, he played, what, 11 minutes last night? Where did I, where did I put the uh, box score? Uh, One of your many tabs. Yeah, it was in the – I had it in an email from my old Seamus from last night. Let's see. Uh, oh, 19. 19 minutes last night. Like, and he was minus 16 in his 19 minutes. Like, I just I, – I, I think if his playing time goes continues to go down and down and down, I don't think it's something that we have to keep talking about on this radio show because I think that makes sense. Like, I don't think that's drama. I don't think that's whatever. Like, I think Nebraska plainly is better with him not playing. Fred made the decision. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I, I just think that. Like, I don't want to be too hard on the guy. I just don't. I just, I, I think they're a better team without him. Fred reached the point of no return last night. He's like, okay, I gotta, I, I've got to manipulate this lineup. And, and it, would, it would have been a really great spot for him to press the big red button and say, Casey, go back in there and like you're our hope and you have to flamethrow for a couple minutes. But they have a better option. They have a better option for that exact guy. His name is CJ Wilcher, and he's the sixth man of the year in the Big Ten. And then they have the other option for the his his equal in terms of who's he's, who he's guarding on defense, defensively, and that's Sam. And I've talked about him all year. That's your guy. That's my guy. I think he's super important to this team. So you could basically recreate Casey in the aggregate, except for he's better with defensive Sam Hoiberg and offensive C.J. Wilcher. It's a win-win for everybody. His role has been diminished because his role has been eaten up by other people on the team who do things better than he does. We don't have to. This doesn't have to be like, oh, well, he's the best player and you built the team. It's like, no, they're making the right decision. We don't have to suffer through those cold streaks no. when there are other options. I think Doug's totally right about Sam. That's that's for sure. I've talked about all year. Okay, BC's coming up next. We'll talk to him about all the uh, happenings of last night and more on 1620. The Zone last year at the Super Bowl, Gronk went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. He's back for Kick of Destiny round two this year, and this time we're inviting you to play along with the FanDuel Sportsbook. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in right now, and if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets with our friends from the FanDuel Sportsbook. Everyone gets in on the action when Gronk takes a shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether your team make or team miss, remember you missed last year, head to FanDuel Sportsbook and get your pick in. It is totally, absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see Gronk's kick live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you are right. 50-50 shot, new to FanDuel? Visit FanDuel.com slash Happer and sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over, present in Iowa. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who make the correct pick. Prize issued is now with trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. 
<clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 